This is the KFDM Morning Show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Right now, though, let's check out the day's top stories. Another week in Beaumont City, leaders still discussing the future of the old AT&T building and the property it sits on. Council members recently approved demolishing the building, but they had a closed session yesterday to discuss an investor who apparently is interested in the building. The investor says he wants to turn it into a rooftop restaurant and apartments. Councilman Mike Getz believes that letting someone buy the building and develop it matches the future vision of the city. But Councilman Audwin Samuel says that it's time to move on because council has already voted to demolish the building. Councilman Getz calls the building an opportunity for the city. Samuel says they're just wasting time continuing to discuss it. There was a clause in the contract that has to be um, dealt with. And that contract did state if we did not tear down the building, then uh, you would have first rights of refusal. Again, there was a provision that if we did not demolish the building, he would have the opportunity to purchase it back for the amount of money that we paid for it. Now, I don't think Mr. Flanagan is going to exercise that because it's in Mr. Flanagan's best interest for this to be developed downtown. Uh, Mr. Flanagan is a 50% owner in Crockett Street. Uh, having people living in a building right across the street from where his entertainment district is, is a benefit for Beaumont and it's a benefit for him. Interim City Manager Chris Boone says there is nothing in the contract that gives the city a deadline on when it has to make a decision. Councilman Getz said there was no definitive decision made in the executive session. A fugitive from justice and documented gang member off the streets this morning, 23-year-old Frankie Cunningham, arrested yesterday by Port Arthur Police, the U.S. Marshal Service, and Jefferson County Sheriff's Office at a home on 40th Street right off 9th Avenue. Once inside that home, law enforcement found this, several firearms and about four pounds of marijuana. Authorities say one Glock pistol is believed to be fully automatic. This case is being forwarded to the ATF for review. Authorities in Dallas have charged a man in a hair salon shooting last week that left three people hurt. Jeremy Smith charged with three counts of felony aggravated assault with a deadly weapon in the May 11th incident. The salon is a Korean-owned business. During a news conference yesterday, police said they believe there is a connection between this shooting and other recent attacks on Asian-run businesses. We also continue to investigate the two additional shootings at Asian-run businesses, one in April, another in May. There was a connection between those shootings in that a maroon or red vehicle was driven by the unknown suspect. At this time, there have been no arrests on those cases, as more work or investigation needs to be done before Smith can be charged in those cases. The arrest comes amid a steady surge of reported hate crimes against Asian Americans and as more details emerge about a deadly weekend attack in New York at a supermarket that authorities say is the latest in a series of hate-motivated mass shootings in this country. Well, a huge grass fire burning out of control near Abilene last night, more than 1,500 acres Plenty of Jupiter mesquite brush and grasses to be the fuel there. Taylor County Sheriff's deputies have been going house to house, encouraging people to evacuate, gather at a church. As of now, no reports of injuries and unconfirmed reports of structure damage. The flames are in areas that have to be checked out pretty much by air. 
Firefighters on the ground. Forest Service still working the rough terrain, knocking down the fire, doing their best to stop the spread. Texas A&M Forestry Service saying the fire was moving north and it remains very active. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas visiting the Rio Grande Valley for a briefing about the potential end to Title 42. His extensive morning spent speaking with local Border Patrol officials on what they need to secure the border. He then informed the press on the respo response by Homeland Security if and when Title 42 expires. Chelsea Torres from our San Antonio affiliate was there. Secretary Mayorkas first briefed us on his extensive morning with Border Patrol officials on what they need to secure the border. He then informed us on what the response Homeland Security will have if and when Title 42 expires. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas fully expects Title 42 to end on May 23rd. That does not mean that the border is open beginning on May 23rd. We continue to enforce the laws of this country. Mayorkas says plans are already underway on the southwest border, utilizing his six pillars of response released on April 26. Are already being implemented on an increasing level given the level of migration that we are encountering. He went on to explain that if Title 42 expires, then Title 8 will be the next plan of action and we'll be using it in a number of different contexts. Title 8 is an immigration enforcement authority if they do not make their claim for asylum. If they don't, they are removed and they have an enforcement record on the books. As for the chance of Title 42 extending by the Louisiana federal judge. If uh, the district court makes a decision, the Department of Justice, as the legal representative of the executive branch, uh, will assess um, what the next step should be. His final message to migrants crossing the border. Do not place your lives in the hands of individuals who only seek to exploit your lives for the sake of profit. Mayorkas mentioned the close partnership he's created with Costa Rica and Panama. As for Mexico, he says he was just down there days ago speaking with their foreign secretary on ways they can create that closer partnership. Reporting in McAllen, Texas, Chelsea Torres. Finally this morning, what a dream for a high school senior. Eddie Berrigan won a Toyota Corolla from Philpine Toyota in the Nederland High School car giveaway yesterday morning. Students with three or fewer excused absences automatically entered into the drawing. The winner gets the car from Philpine. Eddie drives his dad's car, so he's pretty excited to have his own. Thanks to six-year L.D. Ray for capturing this video for us. This has been going on, Aaron, as long as I can remember. Yeah. You know, that the folks at Philpot every spring give away a car to some kid. I mean, some of them, I'm sure, have passed them on to their kids by now. Oh, yeah. It's been going on that long. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas forecaster Aaron Mack here with your weather authority. This is the 18th day of May 2022. And it's a pretty good morning outside. Warm and dry conditions are the telltale game is what we're going to see once again today. And that's been pretty common here for the past week, few weeks, morning and the afternoon time with a lot of heat we've been seeing. Now, today what we look to see pretty much once again, we do look to see some temperatures in the 90s. But as we take a look at current temperatures right now, that's not the case. As we start the morning off, we're looking in the late upper 60s, lower 70s. So as I mentioned, a warm and dry start, not much wind out there. So expect some light patchy fog 
in a few areas, and I do mean light patchy fog, especially in some areas near the coast. Otherwise, nothing to really be concerned about as you see some lower to middle 70s here for the Golden Triangle area, 77 for Port Nature's Babes of Harris Golf Course sitting at 75, upper 70s right along the coast, so pretty much already near the lower 80s. And as we continue to move on throughout the day, we're going to see cloud cover continue to move in, look to get the day started off with a good bit of cloud cover in the forecast, partly cloudy skies, but by the afternoon time, most of that is going to really dissipate, and we look to see mostly sunny skies again. As I mentioned, we do expect southerly winds, so temperatures compared to what they were last week, we saw that southwesterly winds, with, which help boost temperatures almost pretty much in most areas around the mid middle 90s southerly winds will keep things a little in place so we're expecting around lower 90s for the lakes in the triangle but don't be surprised if we see them a degree or two cooler than what they were because of those that southerly wind flow as we take a look at the upper level pattern the area of low pressure is what we'll be looking at as that will continue to push into our area and by saturday we've been in a dry spell so chances for rain has picked up from what we've been looking at and as that continues to move through with enough moisture in the air that we'll be seeing over the weekend as well with that southerly flow bringing it back in. We look for rain chances Saturday and early Sunday morning. Those rain chances look like this for the next seven days, which is something we desperately need. 40% for Saturday, 50% of a few scattered showers, of scattered showers and thunderstorms as we head into early Sunday morning as well with 30% for 20% for Monday and 30% for Tuesday. So our best shots of rain Saturday, Sunday. Look to see a few showers Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. But again, we need that rain. We are drastically behind compared to where we were around this time last year. So as we move on throughout this, what looks to be a good Wednesday, again, we're going to see plenty of sunshine, temperatures lower 90s, Anywhere else across the Lone Star State, if you're anywhere from the middle of the state, from Dallas over to the west part of the state, you may be looking at another day of triple digits, and that's pretty much been consistent from what we've seen over the past week or so. Well, that's all I have for you this morning in Southeast Texas. Have a good start to your day, and make it a good one. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.